what you've been doing lately when it comes to art or Web3 um, and just the type of work that you make. Oh, yeah, sure, definitely. Uh, my name is uh, Philip. Uh, I'm a Nigerian artist. Um, I'm living currently living in Chicago. Um, I'm an illustrator. Uh, I do mostly, you know, 2D comic book slash manga style illustrations. But I've also dabbled with um, 3D, uh, with Blender, uh, pixel art. Um, I used to work traditionally mostly, then I switched to digital like four years ago. And I'll strictly stay digital because of, you know, the time it saves with, you know, cleanup and all of that. Uh, my art style is, you know, influenced by Western comic books uh, and heavily more of manga. And I create, like, I'm a storyteller. I'll say I create, you know, fantasy stories about African, um, mostly African, West African uh, mythologies, um, stories, and all of that. And that just inspires most of the artwork or most of the art I do currently. Yeah. Oh yeah, I've always lo- loved like your distinct style and approach to like the comic book feeling of it all. Um, what's like some of your biggest uh, sources that you pull from when it comes to like either comic books or manga? Oh sure. Um. Okay. So I think I'll put it in stages. So when I you know started exploring, like started drawing, I used to read um love comic books like western comic books um from dc comics um marvel i wasn't a big fan of dc <laughs> because of capes uh-huh. i didn't like capes so i used to be like a marvel fan then an image um image comics i was a big fan of image comics because that was when you know i started knowing about like creator owning their own work so I used to I used to call it um Spawn back in Nigeria. There were there weren't comic book shops though, so I was fortunate to be in a school, and we had like book fairs and like there were people who sold comic books, so they like come around and I just buy a lot. So I, that introduced me to the works of um Spawn, Brigade, Young Blood, um you know most of this um Savage Dragon. So I I used to pick them up as a kid and I tried to like replicate them so that introduced me to you know all um, western style of you know comic book drawings then in high school early when I first moved to high school I somebody brought uh, a shonen jump uh, manga magazine that was when you know weekly shonen jump had the American version so they mm-hmm. brought it, and I, I used to study. I used to just like I borrow it from him, then look at it, and I was so captivated by it because one, it was in black and white, so you know they ditched the colors, which makes it easy, especially with me because you know it's hard to get like coloring tools back home. I used to just use like pencil and paper, and the fact mm-hmm. that you know you could tell like impacting stories with no need of color, just black and white. And that introduced me to, you know, Naruto, uh, One Piece, um, what? yeah, Bleach, Bleach too. So, you know, I, I stay exploring it and I stay reading uh, from, from bootleg sites. Um, shout out to uh, One Manga. <laughs> I think they Bro, One Manga was legit. 
Yeah, one manga, manga stream. I, I used to like be host for manga stream and yeah, I used to just I remember back when I used to my mom used to was in Nigeria, I used to go to uh her office and I just open one manga and I'd be printing out <laughs> I'd be printing out every page and stapling it <laughs> to take home. <laughs> yeah, so that, that that introduced me to uh the world of like manga and I started just exploring it, reading it. And that introduced me to Bleach. I loved Bleach because um, Tite Kubo, the way he creates his characters, they were just simple, you know, clean strokes, no need to... Just clean strokes that made his characters what they were. And I started studying mm-hmm. his style. Uh, when I started studying it, that's when I switched to uh, the manga style of drawing. From just copying, like I copied, I will like copied the whole chapter of Bleach. I I made the same panels, everything. Then from there, I started like exploring more works. I I moved to um, Blade of the Immortal by Hiraki Samura. Loved that um, work. Uh, that also influenced the way I draw uh, fingers and uh, toes, especially feet. Yeah. So I mm-hmm. I just picked out like place um part of like artists that I was comfortable with and I started replicating it and developing my own style. Um I read um and when it came to storytelling I just read um was um Lone Wolf and Cobb. That's like an iconic um iconic manga. I I, I wish everybody I, I want everybody to read it because the the storytelling is just so superb and. From there, I took a break, not like a break break. I just took a break from like drawing, you know, other people's work. And I started drawing my own thing, you know. So initially, I I started creating, I started copying kind of like the Japanese thing. But I felt like disillusioned because, you know, I'm not from Japan. I'm like, I'm a kid living in Nigeria. (laughs) I was in Uh Egyptia then. I, I didn't know Tokyo or any places like this. So I took back and, you know, from where I'm from, you know, I'm from the Igbo tribe and I go to the village every December and like my Nigerian friends will understand. And, you know, my grandma used to tell me stories, you know, my mom used to tell me stories and I, I started, you know, trying to bring them into, you know, my style of drawing. And from there, you know, I just started developing uh, characters um settings themes i started doing research and like drawing what i've read and you know from there that's just you know how it came to be that's like i'm glad you reminded me of manga stream and one manga because that's how i kind of got introduced to the whole thing as well um there was a grocery store near where i lived that sold uh the shonen jumps so Every chance I could get, I would go there and get it, and then bring the sc- the the book to school. And I had like a little group of friends that liked manga a lot, so we would just read it, and then like also like trace some of the drawings and everything. That's that's cool as hell. Um, have you ever like written your own stories, like full out like mini series or anything like that? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I think I'll still call it a work in progress. <laughs> But, you know, like, as artists, especially those of us that read comic books, once we, you know, get into the medium, we start also trying to do our own thing. So I remember back in junior high, uh, I was in, 
I made this short comic book. It was like, I think 12 pages. It was called, uh, yeah, that was still when I was trying to replicate the Japanese thing. And the character's name was called um, Tuji Akamura. And I kind of like copied a lot from Naruto. He was from the Aizu clan. He had a scar on his left eye. That was like, uh, that was when I started, you know, making character consistency and stuff. So he had a, a scar on his left eye. I wish I could. I, I know how, like, how I drew him. And he had this aviator jacket. And I you know I created this 10 page thing. I was so detailed. Because I even had a typewriter and I used to like use the typewriter. I think I told Luca in the DMs that I used to use the typewriter to type the word balloons. Then I'll use a pen to make the balloons. And that was, you know, the first one that I did. Then when I go into like college, I had this series. It's called um, Dibia. And I, for a while, I've been drawing it. I've been making characters. I remember I had a sketchbook where I filled it with all the characters, the expressions, and everything. Then in my final year of um, college, because I, I, I studied human anatomy, so it was kind of like hard to, you know, do art and still study. So in my final year, which was like a chilled year for me, I only had my, my thesis to work on. I did this um, three-page... Um, 30 page one shot I think I still have tweets of it yeah and it was just like I released like 10 pages um, bi-weekly and I used to sell it back in school so that was when you know I, I, I just started putting my stories out there before I came into the NFT space and I still continue I, I did a continuation of it which is the current series I do on foundation Nice. I, I was. I'm glad you mentioned that you studied anatomy, because one of like my favorite things about you is your like strong sense and and knowledge about that. Um, I was gonna ask, like, do you draw everything like from the base forward, or do you use like reference materials for some of your poses? Uh, okay. My my process is uh. I may have a reference. It's not really. I I, I studied uh, like I like you said the human anatomy part, and like me drawing, I I kind of like know where I need all the shapes to be. So most times I just like go in for. I just go in with the basic like shapes, just to know the position. Then I might use a reference, just to like get the proportions right. My. Then I also like I also uh, give um, credit like my artistic background in also helping me to pass <laughs> because uh, one thing about like studying anatomy is like you necessarily don't need to write to answer a test. You might just draw what they ask you to explain. Once you can draw and label it, you like that that's like a hundred percent. So I kind of like did most <laughs> most of that during my anatomy exams. So yeah, I don't I don't really use reference. And again, like knowing that I've like studied the body, I know where like some things are and like some muscles are. So it's easy for me to just you know do the proper placements and like just go with it. Yeah, no, that's sick. Uh, what kind of classes did you take? Because I I studied anatomy too, um, but I was taking. Oh live um like live models in college 
Oh yeah, mine was the the medical side of it. So uh, I kind oh. of yeah, I also like did the practicals where you have to like do the dissections and stuff. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I like that. Yeah, no, your anatomy and the way you draw proportions and like proportion and everything, that's real nice. Something I appreciate about it. Um I was gonna ask, like, where do you plan on taking like all your work? Because you have experience with all these different media, um, and I was wondering, like, if you planned on dropping a comic book one day or an animation, like a whole anime short, or you know, like, what do you have in mind as far as like the future of this goes? Yeah, uh, yeah, thanks. Uh... When, like, people ask me this question, I'll just give you, like, three things. Um, comic book, anime, and video games. Uh, those are, like, yeah. three things I'm really passionate about. Like, I'm, I'm a big gamer. I play... I'm, I'm a big Warzone fan. I, I'm a big gamer. I love anime. And a comic book, which I think I'll, I'll start soon. I'll start, like, the rough draft soon since I got an iPad, a new iPad, which, you know, it's a big iPad, which is really good. I used to work with a small iPad. Uh, I also used to animate. I've had, like, a few animations, especially on my uh, foundation. But it was kind of, like, really hard to create because I used to use a, I used to use a small iPad. So trying to animate with that was i, I won't advise that <laughs> but you know over like i think i'm in a good spot where you know i can bring these dreams forward i've spoken to a few people and all the work that's left is just me you know fleshing out everything I, I i do you know i'll say most of my pieces are kind of like concept art for what the world would be when you know i fully start working on it so I just, you know, put, I just like put it out there on the blockchain to just publish it. But it's still like in the fleshing out stage, I'll say. Yeah, nah, sick. Uh, I'm a big gamer myself. Uh, and I was going to ask, what kind of game would you make? Uh, definitely like a Mortal Kombat style fighting game. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. Yeah, because you know, like all like a Naruto Ninja Storm kind of game, because uh, you know the the characters I make, you know, they I create, they have like unique powers and like even they, the series is called the DB and the Masquerade because you know the Masquerades are kind of like their spiritual summons they use. So I always have this idea, like oh, if you're like p fighting, you know, you can just bring your summon in and help you out as like your super move and something like that so i've always like wanted to be maybe of start with like a fighting game then you can now do like a story mode game with like maybe the main character or something like that you know yeah that's cool i pinned up uh the primal transfiguration piece again because <laughs> funny enough i was watching videos about tekken uh before the interview and then looking back at this and you saying that, like, I don't know if you played second, but there's the character. Yeah, King. Uh, yeah. King, yeah. I <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay, like, I see it. I get it. Yeah, I was yeah, thinking, uh, like, an RPG, but I think fighting game is, like, real nice. Because, like, when I was looking at the character design, like, they all have, like, tools and, like, weapons and such. Like, 
they'll have a strong sense of like personality so that would be sick to like see them all like clash together that 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 that's like the point because you know most of my characters i kind of their backstory you know goes back to like you know things with people especially like people in nigeria like the primal transfiguration is a piece about um and this was you know back in pre-colonial uh, nigeria in the Igbo tribe they were called um were leopards like werewolves but they could transform into leopards and these were like warriors that you know that ate that they ate the parts like you know the skin or like parts of a leopard and this gave them the power to transform into one so back in the day they were like special warriors and they were like given like special treatment and all of that because of this ability uh, because of the ability they had so when I was like doing my research for a character and I was just like going and I saw this, I was like, Oh, you know, this would be a cool idea to have a character who was a were leopard. And I did the first draft. I think, let me pin it up. Um, yeah, I think I will just give me a minute. You good. I'm just browsing your work on, <laughs> On my computer, so I can like actually see these works on the bigger screen. Yeah, I, I just pinned it up. So I created this character. Um, this was like the first draft. It was called um, Okonkwo the Well Leopard, and that was like the first draft of it. So uh, last week, I think uh, I got hit up by one of the members of Chimera DAO, and they said, "Oh, they wanted to do a, a watch drop." And I was like, yeah, this is a good um this is a good a good opportunity to redraw this character because uh now that I've been in this space, I've been in this space for like uh two years, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. my skills have like evolved and you know I I look at my old works and I'd be like, What what was I doing or what was I thinking <laughs> when I, I made this? So I was like, nah, I need to, you know, give give him a proper redraw and you know, flesh him out. So uh, the primal transfiguration just um, deals with you know him transforming into this beast, but then again, you know through that pain and all of that, you might come into your mind like, is he really turning into this beast, or it is just an illusion for him to you know be more powerful? So I tried to get you know capture that moment where he's you know in between being a human and. A leopard and like the pain of the transformation but like the pain with the pain comes the power that he needs when he transforms yeah so i've been on this run where i've been redrawing some of my characters because like now i've been getting like the compositions i think i did a little bit of color theory studies and as i've been moving in this space and i've been advancing in my skills i just feel like i should flesh them out with like with the way to the way I wanted them to be in the first place. Love that. Um, I'm glad, I mean, I know that it's oftentimes that people like redraw and like update their characters because it's like progression thing. But I'm I'm a big fan of like going back to older art pieces and like just doing like the same thing but with a new approach. So I'm super glad that you do that yourself. 
uh, there's several ideas that I've done that too, but yeah, when it comes to like character development and just making that character fleshed out, um, like reworking is like really, really important. True, true. And again, I'm like, I also do this because again, I said, uh, I said like, this is just, um, I'll say a study of, you know, creating them for when, you know, I'm ready to put them on maybe the big screen or the comic book and all of that. So the fact that I go back to them is just to, you know, build up that consistency so that in case you can ask me to, you know, draw this character on the spot, I'll just, you know, do the, give you a quick sketch and it will still be the same thing like I did the first time I drew them. So yeah, that that's why I'm even like right now I'm working on, uh, a commission but like this commission was like you can do anything you want to do so i'm actually i'm actually redrawing a very old piece but i'm like giving it a new composition and trying to like add more backgrounds with it so yeah i'm just i'm just happy that i've been able to grow in this space artistically and like that's that's helped me break down the fears that i've had because back then I would like, I used to hate drawing um, fingers. <laughs> like, you know, a lot of artists have the trouble of drawing yeah, fingers. Yeah. yeah, and I used to um, rub Liefeld. <laughs> I used to rub Liefeld my fingers. Uh, there's this um, joke in the comic book industry, like, the artist Rob Liefeld, he doesn't know how to draw feet, so he tends to, like, <laughs> hide them behind, like, smoke exactly. or rubble. And <laughs> yeah, so, in a way, I, I, I used them. to do that. <laughs> I used to do that where, like, I might hide the fingers behind the back or use something to just block maybe some parts. But, you know, as I kept on drawing and being consistent, you know, I started, like, getting the hang of it. And, like, which time I draw, I just try to challenge myself. Like, any piece you see me do is a challenge. Like, the Primal Transfiguration I, like, posted today, you know, the challenge was to get the ripple effects on in the piece right so in a way i was like studying how like people like how water reacts when people are in it and how the lighting will be when you know there's a ripple so yeah just like every piece is just like a challenge to do better than the last piece yeah that's literally how i feel about my own work um and yeah i'm, I'm glad you started drawing fingers because i've always been like a big like, sometimes people take it harsh, but I always tell people to learn how to draw. Because once you know, like, the fundamentals and you know, like, the shapes and patterns of everything, you can start applying, like, character to your design. And when it comes to, like, world building and, you know, fleshing out these characters, like, those minute details and, like, subtleties, what makes them all stand out to, like, their own world and, and character, so... Uh, shout out to that big, big tip for everybody out there. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll also say, like, you should now because, again, you know, with, like, AI coming in and stuff like that, you know, but <laughs> 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 for people to, like, judge your work, if it's not like AI, they go straight to the fingers. <laughs> so I just, I, I, no, I was like, joking about, like, yeah, just learn, learn how to draw fingers now so you can beat the AI allegations because people might be like, oh, it's too good to be you and you have to like, oh, shit, just look at the fingers and you see it's good. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, no, I had somebody DM me the other day asking if my work was AI. And I was like, how? <laughs> like, okay, I don't know. I mean, I guess, but no, nah, yeah, no, nah, it's crazy. Uh, yeah, so that, I was mid journey like yesterday. Yeah. Uh, trying to get hands down too, but I didn't have access to the new version of it. So my hands were still a little funky. But yeah, no, nah, it's come a long way. Now, nah, like, uh, I kind of like have mixed feelings about, you know, AI because I've also dabbled with it. I think I was, I got like even like onboarded to Dali before Dali was made like accessible. And I I do use it sometimes just for like referencing like feel that was like way way back because I haven't used it really but then again I just feel like you know you just have to like beat the tech so the more you like are consistently you know practicing you can beat the tech because again the tech is learning from actual artists so I mean we are we are the teachers of the tech I'll say yeah, no, for sure. I feel the same way about it. I think it's just another media. Like, nothing is going to, like, nothing replaces anything. Like, 3D programming did not replace drawing or painting. And, like, digital art is not replacing, like, traditional media. Like, there's always going to be its own field for whatever people make. Um, but, yeah, like, I use it sometimes. I'm mostly for composition because when I try to nail mine down, it goes through a whole process. Like, it's really complicated. And I have to, like, mentally draw my whole scenes before I even sketch something out. Um, and sometimes it's really hard to, like, compose a scene. So I get on Dolly. It's not the best now that I compared it to Midjourney. But yeah. I'll talk about something, like, my basic idea. And now I have, like, this whole library of, like, new sources that I didn't have before. Because uh, sometimes... I don't have, like, much material to work from uh, when some ideas are, like, super specific. Yeah. So coming up with, like, something is, yeah, like, pretty helpful. Um, so, yeah, shout out to that. I was I was thinking that you used some, like, 3D software for your poses because they're pretty, like, you, like, they're really well done when it comes to, like, perspective uh, and everything. So I, I thought I'll maybe say... it was, like, Blender. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. I say um, when like I'm coming up with like a piece, especially uh the composition, uh, I think the idea comes to me like I visualize my pieces as a screenshot of of an anime or a movie. So I try to make my work have a cinematic feel. Like when you look at it, you feel like you just pause the screen of like a movie or of an anime. So. I always that that's like the first thing like I do like just make sure I kind of like in my head I'm just visualizing the scene like maybe he's screaming or running or you know stalking his prey or just you know dramatic a dramatic entrance so then I just capture like take a screenshot in my brain then I quickly just use uh like my processes the first thing I, I use is the I use Clip Studio Paint, by the way, to do my most of my illustrations. So I just mm -hmm. use the coloring pen to do a, like a quick sketch in a box, like the box being the TV screen. Then I just do a quick mm -hmm. sketch of you know what it would look like before I now start you know readjusting things. Well, 
Yeah, my the, the first idea definitely has to be you know that that screenshot. Once I get the perfect screenshot in my brain, you know, I'm, I'm able to you know just go and do what I want to do. Yeah, nice. What's what's like your favorite? Is it mid like just illustration your favorite media to to work with? Uh, there was a time I won't like uh. Like I, like I said, I used to use, uh, do 3D. I'm, I think the first time yeah. I go into foundation was uh, most of, like, I think I did, if you go to my foundation, my first works were 3D works. So I'm happy to, like, I explore a lot of mediums. Uh, there was a time where I did um, pixel art. So illustration to me is just the medium for me to be able to tell the stories I want to tell. So that's my go-to medium for, you know, storytelling. But if I just want to, you know, talk about a concept, maybe something philosophical like, you know, pain or, you know, something personal, I might use um, illustration or 3D because uh, I have this character and his name is uh, <laughs> Mr. No Idea. Uh, he has like a <laughs> light bulb for a head. <laughs> he has a light bulb for a head. So... That was uh, a character that I used to um, represent myself as a person because mm. most times I'm always like, I used to think, I think a lot. Sometimes I'm just like thinking about, again, like I said, the screenshot thing. So I'm always thinking about, you know, poses, this and that, and like life stuff. So I, I created this um, character. So anytime I try to explore a new medium or something, I just try to like, first represent myself with that medium so i i start with like a mr no idea like 3d or anything so right now uh i just like took a break from doing other things but just focus on my illustrations because you know you know the saying jack of all trade master of none uh i don't want to be somebody that you know is everywhere it's good to be you know explore other things but then again if you don't like you know, get the fundamentals of, you know, one thing, how would you be able to, you know, explore other things? So I I just, I've been focusing on my illustrations for about a year now, just like get better. And because of that, I'm, I'm able to get to where I've been able to get to where I am now with my illustrations. Like I said, any anytime I go back, I just go to my old works and I'll be like, man, you know, because I remember the feeling of like doing most of them because I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, I'll be so hyped. <laughs> but now I look at it and I'm like, I mean, bro, what, what were you thinking? I spot the mistakes on and things that I rushed, you know. So right now I'm just still in my illustration bag. Then, you know, when I'm confident that, you know, I've reached a level because I don't I don't think that I've reached that level yet. But, you know, once I've reached a comfortable level, I might, you know, explore the things because I, I, I'm i tempted to, you know, uh, do 3D sculpting. You know, I, I have um, ZBrush. I've used ZBrush for a little minute, but I'll, I'm not fully, like, in-depth in it. So I want to, like, learn ZBrush, you know, do some crazy things with, like, 3D, you know, animation, mm -hmm. especially even like 2D animations, I want to get back into it. That, I think that's the next step before 3D because with this new iPad, it, it's giving me the possibilities to, you know, explore my, get back into animations, you know, do 
Sakuga like fight scenes and stuff with my characters, which will, will be amazing. So for now, just the illustrations. Then in the future, we go into other things. Yeah, no. If you the iPad got you set for all of that, because that's like the same thing that I've been doing. Like I tried three D modeling on the iPad, and I've been looking into like animation as well. But I want to have like a distinct approach to it. So. Uh, I haven't done anything yet, but I'm also like interested in like animating scenes and and doing stuff in 3D too. Uh, so I, yeah, I'm excited to see what kind of stuff you do, especially because 3D like you can translate it so well into like the stylized 2D format, um, and I'm I'm a big fan of that as well. So yeah, it's gonna be fun to see what you do. Yeah, th- thank you, thank you so much. <laughs> Yeah, and I was going to open up the floor to anybody who wants to come on up uh, and chat or ask Phil any questions about his work. Um, should be wrapping up pretty soon. I have a couple more questions for Phil or, you know, anything that he wants to discuss. But if you want to come on up, just go ahead and request and we'll bring you right on up. Um, but I was going to follow up and ask you, Phil, what do you have like coming up next? Like if you wanted to talk about any specific drops, any additions, one of ones, um, what do you have coming up? Uh, yeah. Um, right now, uh, I have nothing coming up. I mean, I, I can't, I, I'm, I'm in a position where I can like drop anything, but right mm-hmm. now just, I'm, I'm being, uh, since last year I've just been intentional with like anything that I drop so I would say I might have a drop later like by the end of this year yeah I think my last drop was the beginning um, by the end of this month sorry my last drop was actually uh, the beginning of this month um, on Nifty Gateway um, it was mm. curated by um, Charisma shout out to him yeah, so I'm so grateful for that. I, I think I, I a couple of my personal records with that drop. So I'm just, you know, working on some pieces for, um, I think this uh, Primal Transfiguration is for a wall drop on the foundation, which is, I think, next week. Then I have a drop on um, Super Rare. Um, my Ooh. second my second drop on Super Rare, is, it, it's... Uh, I would say, I I can't okay. I currently have like four pieces ready for the uh, collection. Uh, it's a it's a whole different collection from my um, DB and the Masquerade. It's it's called um, the Ojuju Saga, and it's kind of a, of a way you know talking about people's um, fights with like you know fears and psychological issues, and I try to represent you know these fears with. Um, the Ujuju uh, is the term Ujuju is is a Nigerian term for the boogeyman, and I represent them as these creatures with like masks for a face. So mm-hmm. uh, I've been creating I've been creating it for a while now. I've been I think I'm on my I'm on the fourth piece for the collection, but I'm not creating them in order of drop. I'll say I just I'm just creating them because of how I feel at that moment. Then I might mm-hmm. drop whichever one I want to drop, uh, depending on which one I feel is ready to be seen by the world. I'll say so. Uh, that's coming the end of this month. Uh, I think I have something with 
some DAOs, uh, <laughs> and uh, I got a. I think I'm I'm now a full time artist. So uh, I got a job with uh, an animation studio. So I think I start that Ooh. next month. Yes, I've just. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty grateful for that. Again, I think I will attribute my growth because of this space. Because uh, back in the day, I mean, I've been on Twitter, but I never saw like anything happening like the art side. So once I came into the space and you know, I was able to connect with a lot of artists, you know, know about know about things happening in the art world, and also, you know, get inspired and also like build my craft. So yeah, I mean, before I do any drop, I, I kind of like do go on a week of uh, advertising. I'll say so. Yeah, you just be <laughs> on the on the lookout before I or be on the lookout for like any announcements from me. But yeah, that's so sick. You got a job in the animation studio. Do you, like can you disclose what you're gonna be working on or? I I I can't I I I can't actually boy. It's just uh I'll just say it's um character design, yeah. So that that's just it. that's just it. Hell yeah, love that love that. I got a a couple rapid questions I was gonna ask you, just some random stuff. Um, as we get close to like wrapping it up. Um, sure. I don't know. You ready? That, that, that. Yeah, sure. What is the best video game that you played? Uh, okay, that would be um, Dante's Inferno. Yeah. Oh, sick! Yeah, Dan- Dante's yeah. Inferno was, uh, even though people called it uh, a God of War copycat because I think God of War three came out during that same period, I just yeah. felt like it was more, <laughs> it was more engaging because it. You know, God of War is uh, the Greek stuff. You know, a lot of people know about the Greek stuff. I'm, I I get tired of it easily. So Dante's Inferno, like, it made me, you know, go read um, the Divine Comedy by, you know, Dante Alighieri nice. and, like, know what it was about. And that's also what makes me a, a big fan of your work, too, because I, I, I remember you did a collection about the Inferno series and it was yeah. just good. Yeah. <laughs> Appreciate you. Yeah, now that's a that's a good good poem. Uh, but up next, um, what do you listen to when you're creating or in like in the zone? Oh, so they are in like three stage. They are in three stages, and it depends. <laughs> it's on this. It's in the stage of like three. I listen to like different things, but it depends on like the stage of the drawing. So, in the concept stage. I listen to uh, I hope nobody <laughs> Japanese um, CD pop. Yeah, I Hell kind of yeah. stumbled up. I kind ladies. of yeah, <laughs> CD pop. I just the conception stage again because it makes me feel like uh, I'm a mangaka, you know, working on the manga. So I do that. Then when I'm doing the line art, I listen to uh, I listen to R and B. So that I can get that crisp line. So I listen to like oh. slow RMB, you know, it just gets me in the zone. Then when I'm yeah. in the coloring phase, I listen to uh, Afro beats, <laughs> all Afro beats, because, you know, it gets me pumped up about, you know, this and that. And I, I kind of like get 
eureka moments because of some like the beat and all of that just you know oh i should put this light in there i should put this effect here so yeah just that that's it so anytime i'm like starting i just you know quick my japanese i was i was listening to it a couple minutes before uh terrell started the space because I'm, I'm working on a piece right now but yeah just uh-huh. just those just three genres oh yeah i have a similar setup uh depending on like the theme and mood of the work i mean they're like it's either j-pop classical or like really dramatic like film scores like interstellar <laughs> or whatnot nah, nah. but it's it's classical it's classical because i i okay so before like i i quit my job i used to most of my pieces were like i work i'm actually at work i i work the night i used to work the night shift and it was like pretty chilled so i wasn't doing much so anytime i'm drawing i'm actually at work drawing so yeah so i just you know put on my airpods and like do the classical japanese stuff uh, Japanese pop. So right now, I I think now that I have the liberty, I just you know relax and like open and just do whatever I want to do. Love it, love it. And I'm glad you like kind of segued into like the next question. But I was gonna ask, what's your favorite stage of like the drawing process? <laughs> um, and side note, it's it's always weird to me how I do my line work at the very last and people do it like in between and then color in so uh yeah that was just like a a difference between our approach and art that that that, that that's cool to know uh my favorite stage is actually the line art stage because once i'm done with the line art i feel like the piece is complete you know and i feel like the color is just the extra sauce because if you can be able to like capture what you want to capture with the line art you don't i don't feel like you need to put color because even like again i'm a big manga head and you know manga is black and white and the fact that they're able to you know give all the details and all the story with no like drop of color you know just black and white is i think it's a, a masterpiece in itself so when i do my line art i try to like make sure it's the complete piece itself, then the color is just the extra. <laughs> I, I see the color as the extra sauce. Mm-hmm. So do you prefer reading Western comics uh, or black and white manga? Because I think there's a huge difference in the way you like you approach them both. Okay, so I, I still... I, I stopped uh, reading Western ma- uh, comic books, but it depends. I don't read, um, I don't read uh, the Superman, Batman stuff because there's no end to their story. You know, like if Superman <laughs> dies, if he dies, to, if he dies today, he comes back tomorrow in a new issue. So that kind of like put me off that. So I, I mostly read like you know comic when it comes to Western comics, like comics that, you know, have like a concrete ending. Uh, like I, I think I, the last one I read was, you know, I've read Sin City by Frank Miller, you know, that's, a, that's a masterpiece, mm-hmm. you know, and again, some black and white. Um, I read uh, the In- Invincible. Uh, I think I finished reading Invincible. Um, 
Old Guard. You should, um, I, I know there's a movie in our Netflix, but Old Guard is a very good, you know, comic book to read. Then right now, I mean, I don't know why the universe just blessed me. Uh, there's a Japanese um, comic book store that is just a, a couple miles from where I stay. So I've been able, I just go there a lot to buy uh, manga magazines. Even though I don't, I can't read Japanese like that. I kind of like struggle. <laughs> I use um, Google Translate and I put the camera on just like reading. So I just pick up oh, a lot of like manga magazines then yeah because you know mangas they they kind of like they have an end but the stories are just so you know beautiful i think my best the best one i've read is still um lone wolf and cub and that i think that's a grill because you can even see the reference they referenced it in a lot of movies you know anytime you see a movie with uh, and as I say, like a hitman with a baby or a child or a young person, even like The Last of Us is also a reference to, you know, Lone Wolf and Cub in a way. So that I, I love that. Then um, Blade of the Mortal by Masashi Kishimoto, uh, say Hiraki Samura, that's a good one. Berserk, um, rest in peace to the order, that's. Yeah. Uh, grill um yeah. claymore yeah I, I can go on and on because i i just be reading them sometimes like open specific chapters because of you know the composition or the mm. the i just want to be in the mood to like recreate that in a way yeah yeah um super cool because like fun fact like one of my pieces uh for the divine comedy the paradiso piece that's of course well based on the divine comedy but the figure in the center it's actually based off makima from chainsaw man there's a very specific panel uh, at the last scenes of the episode on the outro and it's just like the figure of like her as mother mary and that's where i like took like the main inspo for that piece uh that 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 that's sick that, that's yeah, it. Nah, 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 I'm going to go back to it. Let's go through that. Yeah, nah, no, I, I'll post it up again. I just, yeah, put it up as a good morning post. Yeah, here it is. Yeah, so the the main figure, the the woman, she's just based off Makima in that pose. Do you prefer watching? anime or reading the manga uh, yeah that that's a good question uh before i think now that like i've got to know that i i, I do i watch both because i mean um wait but i love reading manga because it's uh you know it's just it's straight from the from the creator's hands you know yeah. the anime is not great it's just and I, I see it as you know an adaptation of from the manga because you know it, they is a studio is a whole studio but the manga itself you know is straight from the the mangaka's hand and you get to like see their idea first before they add motion to it and i see it as you know i see it as a test in a way where they're like, okay, there, this is what I drew, you know. Now imagine it's emotion by yourself. And so anytime I look at a manga, you know, I, I try to imagine 
you know, how it feels to be animated before I look at the anime. You know, I already have an idea in my head of what it should look like. Then, you know, if an animation studio gets it right, then I'll watch it. So I'm a big mm-hmm. fan. Like I do, I still collect mangas right now. <laughs> when I say this, I look at the pile of manga magazines <laughs> by my side right now because I rearranged them today and they were kind of like tipping over. I need to stop getting them. Yes, I I I love like manga, but anime. You know, anime. I I don't I don't I I, I won't shit anime. I, I I love anime, especially you know the animation. Once I go into animation, I still you know respecting like you know going once i stay doing animations i started seeing like the work that goes into it so when i watch anime i just watch it to see you know how one person's creation is being you know interpreted by another person so when i see an anime you know and i i see maybe a fight sequence you know i go look up the person who did the animation and you know sometimes and i feel when you go into anim- animation Twitter, because I think we're now in like we're in the NFT space where you know things are different. There's a whole different world in animation Twitter where you know people say, "Oh, I did the sequence," and you know they thank them. People like thank you for this, you know. So sometimes I, once I see an animator like post the sequence they do, I like thank them because you know they were able to get the feeling that we had once we read once we read the manga. So yeah, I just. I'm more manga, but I do appreciate anime. Hell yeah. I wanted to welcome up Kill to the stage real quick. How you doing, man? Oh, what's up? What's up? I'm 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 chilled. It's it's been a minute since I haven't said anything, but I, I had to come up for a minute. Like it's it's um it's okay, it's one in the morning. And bro, let me just not lie. Since I came into this NFT community, like, there's one person I've seen, like, strive for everything and, like, get it. And that's feel like, you don't even get it. Like, this has been, this has been such a hard work. But, like, this guy has stayed, really. And, like, um, it's just to even be here right now, like, it's crazy. But that shows, like, his resilience and his talents and, like, the uniqueness that comes to his pieces like i mean most of the times like we get start we start to like really converse about like purpose and expression in art and you really see that like light shine from him and everything so yeah i'm just i'm just just came up to give him his flowers because he's an amazing amazing artist and like people don't really understand the potential yet but i mean give it like 10 years time like let everything sizzle because like yeah that's 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 all i have to say for phil i've seen him grow through his art like this was not where he started from. And yeah, just wanted to just come up and give him his flowers. It's nighttime and I felt really emotional. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no, I love you, bro. I, 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 I need to apologize for <laughs> all the whips I've been sending you for your opinion, man. I've really been disturbing you. Uh, like this, uh, I think that this primal transfiguration, I, I like sent him like, yo, what do you think? Yo, yo, what's, what's up? What's up? No. Yeah, uh, that that's one uh, beautiful thing about this space because it's um, given me a chance to, you know, ask for critique of my work without, you know, like feeling bad. Because I remember, you know, back then, 
before I like came into this space, people be like, "Oh, what are you drawing this and that?" And I, I just get so mad when you act, when people be giving me opinions or and stuff like that. Because I just wanted, to, I just do this, just you know, escape in a way. But now I'm in this space, and I've been, I started like taking my craft seriously. I started like looking up to people, you know. I anytime someone posts a whip, you know, like a lot of artists, I I kind of like try to break down their works. And like Kill is one of you know the artists in this space that knows the nitty gritty of what art is. So anytime I ask him for his opinion, is because you know I I see the beautiful works he created, and I I just want to be on that level. So I I really thank you for like thank you so much, man. I really appreciate it. Shout out Kill. But uh, yeah, we've coming close to about an hour in this space. Um, we might be closing it soon, but I wanted to ask uh, Phil if you have anything else you want to share with everybody. Um, any cool news coming up or just anything fun, to be honest? Uh, yeah, before I go, I just want to, uh, before we leave, I just want to thank everyone for you know, making time out. I want to give a shout out to a lot of people in the space, uh Kill, Amon, Shelby, Anthony, Cliff, my man, shout out to Cliff, um, Atmo, Mad Jack, you know, um everyone here. I just want to thank you guys for coming up. You know, it it really it means a lot to, you know, just you know, be able to like share my work and just speak to, you know, speak with you guys. Um in terms of news, I don't like. I think I I ran out of I'm I'm, I'm low on news now. I think the beginning uh, January I was just calm because I got on, uh, super in January. Yeah, I had like a lot of curations coming on like with charisma, so I was like holding on to that. But you know we've done that. It was a su- success. Uh so I'm just you know, like working on to the next one. I think I have another nifty stuff uh with uh another like a dow i can't i don't think i can say yeah 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 i can say yeah i have something with uh announced dow coming up i think they yeah they they announced it so i just i'm working on it i think i was selected from to represent africa um so i'm working on my piece uh it's it's i'm really like anytime i get an opportunity in this space i a little bit of like imposter syndrome i think does that relate to this but yeah i just feel like damn am i really that good but then you know i just feel so honored because i i it's i never you know saw my art being that good again you know i didn't go to art school you know i'm self-taught anything like i do i just like train myself or you know stuff so me having to you know get these opportunities and stuff like that it just means so much to me so uh, I'm working, anytime I'm working, I'm just trying to be the best that they see, like, bring out the best they see in my work. And I just want to thank everybody. You know, I just want to thank anyone that, you know, hits me up in the DM, you know, even <laughs> drops a comment on my work, you know, it, it means so much to me. Yeah, thank you. Of course, Phil. Thank you for creating, and thanks for letting us get a chance to speak to you and get to know a little bit more about your process. Um, everybody go ahead and make sure to go through the media tab up there and give things a retweet. Phil is really an incredible artist and I'm sure we all know this, but 
you know, make sure everybody else does. Uh, but yeah, it's been a pleasure speaking to you, Phil. Um, and hope to see you in New York. Uh, it was nice seeing you in Miami. But yeah, de- definitely, um, definitely. Um, I just, I just got my, I just paid uh, for my uh, like Airbnb yesterday. I think I'm paying for my ticket. Yeah, I can't, can't wait. I mean, you know, spaces like this are good, but I think in real life events are better because you just get to interact oh, with yeah. everybody. <laughs> you see the faces behind the PFP because uh, right now, I, can, I you know, I can put a face to, you know, you, you know, Cliff, you know, everyone that I've, that I've met, you know, so it would be amazing to like meet up in New York and, you know, still catch up. Yeah, no, it's going to be fun. Can't wait for that. Uh, but everybody, go ahead and enjoy the rest of your Friday. Appreciate y'all for tuning in today, uh, hanging out with Phil. Um, and yeah, see ya. See, see y'all in New York. Um, and y'all be easy.